Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Know-It-All podcast here on the Know-It-All Network. We are your hosts. I'm Will. And I'm Bob. And I've never seen The Shining. Is it really <laughs> scary? <laughs> oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. What a week we have had, man. What a Wait, week kid. we have had. Dude, um, I was very proud of myself and my family for going so long without... Uh, being a part of this whole uh, um, disease-ridden world. Mm-hmm. And then I caught it. You caught it? I caught the Rona. The Rona. My whole, my whole family caught the Rona. Damn. Two and a half years of being undefeated. We finally had our first loss. <laughs> I, I still, knock on wood, I still haven't, like, we, me and my wife haven't caught it, man. Like, yeah, man. we've been... Like we got vaccinated and everything, but like, yeah, so still somehow we've managed to like. Well, somehow I say that we just we never go outside. Yeah, but like that's you know fuck well, that. It's dangerous think, out there, dude. I think I made the mistake. Well, we 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 kind of are laying off wearing our masks, and that's when it caught us. Yeah, so, same. So we have been we have been too. We've been real lax about it. Yeah, and like now, and then even then, uh, our good buddy Josh. Uh, he his girlfriend caught it. Oh and then no! He, he he just he just came back cleared. Like oh, he thought okay. he had it, but he just got a test done. And he's like, okay, totally good. And he goes, but it, but he even says he's like, from now on, fuck this. I'm just gonna start wearing my mask again. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I th- <laughs> I think everybody's yeah. like, yeah. Let's just start putting our masks back on. And we're not. And uh, I'm not a I'm not a mask Nazi. Like you know, I hate. Wearing mask, I do. I hate yeah, it. I, I hate it with a passion. I want to throw all my masks away, but um, after catching it, I'll tell you guys uh, first from firsthand knowledge: it's not the cold. It's not it's, just a sniffle. <laughs> it's not a cold, ladies and gentlemen. I was triple vaxxed. My 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 wife is triple vaxxed. Um, it was bad. Uh, my wife didn't get it as bad as I did. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. If I wasn't vaccinated, I guarantee you it would have taken me. So yeah, I think so. It was that bad. Yeah, it was that Damn. bad. I was really bad. Uh, my two kids, uh, thank goodness they have a really good, um, you know, immune system. Oh, um, man. My oldest got a really bad fever and a really sore throat, and she was really bad, uh, like, last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my real bad day was last Tuesday. She yeah. got real bad on Wednesday. Um, Julie, you wouldn't have known unless you saw her, uh, uh unless, you know, you touched her because she had 102 fever for like three days. Oh my God. Um, you wouldn't know it though, because she was running around, she's playing, you know, like she, <laughs> she was running around the fever and we're trying to keep her cool and everything, you know? So, but we took them to the doctors. Everything's fine. Um, and uh yeah it 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 was an ordeal but we got through it uh you know not to this isn't political this isn't anything this is just a you know health advice um, <laughs> get uh get vaccinated and wear your masks and uh just be careful out there guys you know yeah really be be careful out there i know everybody say yo it has a 97% uh you know nice survival rate i'm like yeah but what's what's it, 3% it still of 6 sucks. million What's three yeah. percent of six million? <laughs> you know, big old number. Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah. Moving on from that, uh, how was your week, man? <laughs> week was pretty all right, like quiet, uneventful. Uh, like that's cool. 
Oh, sorry, right? man. I haven't eaten today. Yeah. Like, oh. it's been... It's been it's been good, man. Like I've been all right. Managed to avoid the Rona, That's like cool. altogether. But we'll see how it goes. I need I need to find. I haven't worn my mask in forever. I need to find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Stay inside as much as you can, and yeah, uh, that's that's the advice. Uh, you know, not you know, it it, it doesn't. It kind of helps that it's that it's always 110 degrees outside, and uh, oh, gas shit. is over four dollars a gallon. Um, you know, like that kind of helps to stay in, <laughs> you know, you ain't kidding, brother. That's what's keeping yeah. me indoors. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, we are going to continue our, uh, month long, um, love fest of, uh, Mr. Steven Spielberg, the uh, director amazing. extraordinaire. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to kind of get into, um, some of his, uh, not really considered his classics, but some mm-hmm. of his uh, movies that that we personally love. Um, and we're today we're going to be talking about a movie that uh, I believe only Spielberg could have made. Yeah. Okay. No one else could have done this. Nobody else could have done this. Uh, and believe it or not, this is the second time Steven Spielberg has pulled off a movie like this. Is it really? The first time... And I know you know this. He made a little movie, or he executive produced a little movie called Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, no shit. That's true. That brought in Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, and all those characters into the same movie. Directed by Robert Robert English. Do you speak it? Robert Zemeckis. Okay. Yeah, you'll never see that. You'll never see that happen again. Whoa! They'll never let us show that again. Not in a million years. <laughs> Bugs and you're you're never gonna see Daffy Duck and Donald Duck in another piano playoff. Never, never, ever again. So, which is so unfortunate because, like, man, just what was happening in that scene is like, I want to see more of that. <laughs> it's everything we thought it would be when we were children. An easily oh, an, an easily annoyed duck versus the most annoying duck in the world. <laughs> Like they just I never they, thought of it that way. That's and great. they just teased it. It's the truth. He's yeah. the most easily annoyed. Donald's the most easily irritated duck on the planet. And Daffy is undoubtedly the most annoying duck ever. Like, and we only got a little bit of it. And like oh, just a taste, just a tip, just a tip. Only Spielberg, bro. So um he did it again with this movie, Ready Player One. And I gotta tell you, man, um, for somebody who made this movie in his 60s, who like has been at, on the tip of pop culture for 40 years, um, dude, uh, he I, I don't I, I don't I honestly don't know how anybody can stay stay on top like this this long, you know? He's just that good, dude. Like he is and the it, measure, he's the measuring stick as to how we make movies now. And this is because, like, the last movies that he made before uh, Ready Player One, like, there were serious movies, or there were like, uh, like Catch Me If You Can, and yeah. uh, The Terminal, and um, like all these, all these, like, I wouldn't call them like Oscar movies or whatever, but they were just good movies, and they weren't fantastical. They weren't typical fantasy driven. Uh, you know, like gleam in your eye, like the world is a wonder kind of movies. These were just regular story driven films. 
and they're some of my favorite Spielberg movies. Like I love the Terminal, which which I, is so weird because he's so he's so good at doing that too. Yeah, and just telling a simple story, and I think that's what it is. Is Steven Spielberg is just one of the best like storytellers out there. He really is, and and this is another example of that because if you've ever read Ready Player One, the book, uh-uh. um, like Jurassic Park, it's a mess. Yeah, <laughs> I it's extremely it. boring. I remember reading the first like 10 pages or whatever and like, dude, they never got to it was all explaining. It was all like, you know, because if you read the book and, and you and you, uh, you 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 compare the two ways the story is told, the book takes place over like 10 years. While the really? movie take Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, like like the uh, the 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 contest is announced, and then it's like ten years before they find the first key. Oh wow! You know? And then it's another ten year, like another like five years before they find the second key. You know, that's like wild. It, it takes its time, you know. But in this movie, uh, it it just it it's a further proof that Spielberg knows how to adapt material that was mediocre at best, like what he did with Jaws. Jaws isn't a good book. <laughs> Spielberg's probably like, look, dude, like we could do this in two in like we can maybe push it to three hours, but like <laughs> Yeah. We got we like, gotta move this along. <laughs> yeah. And and it's so funny because um everything everything that 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 this that this story entails, it's very much a Spielbergian type story. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It's very much a Spielberg movie. Yeah, and and this was, and they actually had to convince him to take on this movie, you know, because I honestly, believe that. I believe that it feels like it feels like this would be something that somebody like asked him to do, like not yeah, like, like something he didn't pursue. That he wanted he, to do, yeah, yeah, because like I said, he was stuck, or I wouldn't say stuck. He wanted to 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 go past the whole. Uh, fantastical elements of his movies, and he wanted to keep making these grounded, story-based, um, you know, movies. And which they're all, fin- I love all those movies, I really do. But this was a true return to form, uh, like the '80s Spielberg that we all grew up, you know, watching and and yeah. knowing him to be, you know. And I get that. I was gonna say it feels like an old Spielberg movie. It does feel like one, mm. and like. They do a really good job of it. Um, I it, I think it's a fun, it's it's a fun movie to look at more than it is a fun movie. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And like it, and it's it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's just that like looking at it is much more fun. Like this movie could have failed pretty badly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, but, and and that's because like ninety five percent of it is is CG animated. You know. And and I, I don't I, I really don't understand how somebody as visual as Steven Spielberg can can really make a like a like a CGI movie, but he's done it twice. You know, he did it with uh, with uh, Tintin, The Adventures of Tintin. Oh, which that's was a right! Great, great movie. I love that movie. I totally you know? forgot about that movie. Yeah, and this was this was a a you know. I guess I guess he 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 gained his bearings in that in making that movie, and he trans transpo- transposed it onto onto this one. Um, like he did a really good job because like the movie in itself is is the idea is a good one. 
it's an mm-hmm. interesting enough idea that I would watch this movie. Yeah. But like you 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 watch it really for that big final act, you know? And and it's and it's it works nowadays because this is basically the world that we're living in now. This movie takes place right. in what like 2040 something or something like that, 2060 something. Yeah, it's and not, it's, it's not too distant future. <laughs> yeah, it's a couple of decades in the future, but you it it has something in the oasis that we deal with nowadays with with uh with the internet age and and vr and and everything that's going on um, and now we we have we have what zuckerberg called the metaverse yeah <laughs> yeah it, and, and it's we there. are we are headed towards this future you know mm-hmm. i mean i don't know about the about the uh, ethanol wars or whatever but you know, yeah i don't it's i don't know how well the metaverse is gonna work it doesn't seem to be doing too well for him but uh let it, let it it'll 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 work itself out or won't really or won't exactly yeah. I was like, or, or won't, won't. Or, or, won't. Or, it'll, or it'll crash and fail spectacularly yeah but either way bless you for i'm trying. here for it <laughs> <laughs> i am here for it <clears throat> so uh this this movie was based on a book i forgot i forgot the name of the author author but um <clears throat> he basically had an idea that he wanted to bring all of his favorite characters growing up um, I believe the name of the author was Ernest Klein, and uh, he basically bringing all pop culture uh, stuff to to uh, an online universe called the Oasis, mm. you know. And it's funny because he kept shopping this movie around, or he kept shopping the book around, but nobody wanted to pick it up because everybody's like, "Yeah, nobody's going to be able to do this." You haven't, do you have, do you have any idea how much it's going to cost in rights alone to get all these things? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, w- I would have said that too. I would have yeah. said that. it's the exact same thing. I would have said. Yeah, like everything, everything in this in this movie is is from a different company. <laughs> you know, fucking like, everything. Like you have you have uh uh like Bigfoot. Remember the uh, uh uh the old monster truck? Who remembers the old monster truck Bigfoot? The big Boy. blue monster truck. You know, Dude, my my very first. Uh, power wheel was a Bigfoot power wheel. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. I had oh. big, when I was a little kid, I had Bigfoot shit everywhere. I, I fucking oh, yeah. loved monster trucks when I was a kid. I always, I, I always wanted that. The the closest I ever came to that was I had a, a little Bigfoot that that you can that you can move it forward and backward with the with the controls on the top of the car. The top I was, of the truck. I think I was like five years old when my mom and my dad took me to a monster truck show. Huh? And like it was one of the really big ones. Like Bigfoot was gonna be there, yeah. and like that's what that's why we were going. But that's the first time I saw fucking uh, Grave Digger. Wow! And like Grave Digger was fucking. I remember it, Grave Digger got famous for a little bit. Yeah, like, you could buy a Grave Digger truck at Walmart and shit like that. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, still wow. can, still can. Do they still sell them out there? Yeah. I've never little Hot Wheels, Little Hot Wheels. It, I believe it. Yeah. yeah, dude. I've ever seen. Grave they don't sell Bigfoot cars things. anymore. They don't. I don't see. But you any still see grave diggers, right? You still see grave diggers. Yes, you do. Yes, How sir. Weird. Yes, sir. I remember. Remember when? Uh, uh, I don't know. Was it an episode of Raw where Grave Digger showed up and like the Undertaker was driving it or something like that? No, I think I remember. That. I think. No, no, no. It was WCW and it was Morbius. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was WCW. No, it was WCW and it was Morbius. Because they had the, the Hulk Hogan monster truck too. Yeah. Or what well, was it, Morbius? It was Morbus, right? 
That was his I name. Yeah, Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not Morbius. Sorry, sorry. That's a that's a Sony thing. Get warped. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Hold on. Before we proceed, uh, I'm not a fan of gaslighting, mm-hmm. and I think gaslighting people is really shitty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just preface this by saying that. But the way the entire internet gaslit Sony into releasing Morbius for a second time. <laughs> and nobody went to go see it again. Like, bro, it has got to be the funniest shit ever, dude. This just shows how Sony has no idea what they're doing, dude. Okay. That so whole far mor- from the pulse. There's so that whole Morbin time. It's Morbin time, whatever. <laughs> they're making fun of your stupid movie, Sony. They're not I clamoring th- for more. They're making fun of it. <laughs> I think Sony's making fun of it, too. Like, they're like, we know. We don't care. Yeah. We're just not going to let Marvel have We're not going to let Disney have it. Unless we oh get lots God. and lots and lots of money. That's all it is. Lots and lots of money. That's <laughs> all it is. It's just them jockeying for money. Like, nah, you're going to pay. We're not going to sell it to you. You can rent it, though. <laughs> I would, too. Why wouldn't no, you? Like, like, why sell it to you when I can just make an endless stream of money as long as you're making this crap? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> That's I'll, hilarious. I'll, I'll rent Venom to you. Yeah. We'll let you play with it, but you got to give it back to us in the same play, the same way you found it. <laughs> uh, my mom says that Venom was really expensive, so, like, I'm just going to take it and go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, man. Yeah, dude. So, this movie is... Um, it's it's who framed Roger Rabbit for a new generation, right? It's It's got, like, a million video game characters in it, like, Pop culture references like crazy. Honestly, I if you didn't grow up in the 80s, if you didn't grow up in the 90s, if you didn't yeah. like grow up playing video games and watching movies in the 80s and 90s, like yeah, this movie isn't for you at yeah. all. You're not gonna recognize the fucking quarter of this shit. Nothing. Like, none of it. And and I think this was a moment in time that unfortunately I think this movie is going to going to disappear into the pop culture ether like it, it's 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 not going to stand the test of time you know no much fuck like, no. like other spielberg movies you know because this movie is basing its entire identity on the fact that one this is uh made for children of the 80s and 90s and two this is a spielberg movie where he gets to play with all his characters in one movie yeah, like what? What if if <laughs> like if they made a movie like this for you guys, then it would be it would come out in like twenty years, and like one of the yeah. avatars would be like the Island Boys, and like oh god, <laughs> like no, it, it, it would be really it, funny, but people would be like, oh, you remember that guy? You remember those yeah. guys? <laughs> it's my childhood, man. It's my there childhood. Was, there was a whole lot of oh shit, like I I remember that guy watching this movie. You know what? I fucking like a million percent forgot, like just totally left my lexicon, my brain, everything until I saw this movie. Uh, Battletoads. Dude, yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot about Battletoads. Like Battletoads just went away. Yeah. Like it was just something that left my brain. And then I was like, are those fucking Battletoads? I will always remember Battletoads for being the like one of the few video games that the unbeatable. I never beat. I yeah. never beat. It was ridiculous. level, dude. The level where you're riding that that ski and trying to jump over everything. Yeah. No, fuck that game. I never got past that level. (laughs) Yeah. That was the third level. Yeah. I never got past it. 
I would always rent it because, you know, back then, okay, let, let me give you guys a little bit of context about Battletoads. We're going to take a little tangent here. <laughs> but uh, back in the early 90s, uh, everything was about the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles were the most popular franchise in the world in the in the 1990s, early 1990s. You couldn't bigger than Batman, them. bigger than yeah. Superman, bigger than anything. Ninja yeah. Turtles, Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles. Companies tried to take advantage of this by making their own ninja or fighting mutant animal things, right? So they came up with this thing for, called... For a in time, yeah. Yeah, like, and so they came up with this thing called the Battletoads, which mm. was an obvious, obvious ripoff of Ninja Turtles. But... Oh, there were so, so goddamn many of them. They had their own video game. And mm. that video game, as awesome as it was, was nearly impossible to beat. Impossible. Legendary. Legendary for its difficulty. You know? It's ridiculous. But anyway, that being said. All right? Was was the... Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, there you are. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, it's not... not, My internet seems to be okay. So, I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, because usually it's mine. Right? <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually it's mine. But like I'm watching the the thing. I still have I still have the blue bar. It usually turns red for like a solid minute before it like takes a shit on itself. Yeah. But it's still blue, so it's not it, it's not my internet. Sorry. Cool. But uh, okay. right. But yeah, so- dude. Like, I remember just how fucking ridiculous that that game was. Like. Like Super Mario World was was the journeyman's video game. Like, oh, there's always there's always more levels in Super Mario World. Yeah. But like Battletoads was like, have you fucking beaten that game? You'd always meet other kids at school, like, oh, I beat Battletoads. No, you fucking didn't. No, you didn't, dude. Okay, what happened no. then? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, yeah. they all die. <laughs> and that's the th- that, that was the great thing because if you were if you were good at making up shit, you could just make up your own level. Cause I wouldn't know. I'm not gonna exactly. get to stage four. Nah, uh, uh, uh. I bought that. I bought that issue of Game Pro of uh, Nintendo Power. You can't tell me. You can't tell me what. <laughs> you can't lie to well, me I, because I know. <laughs> I remember the first time I beat Mortal Kombat, and I almost shouted, "Suck my dick!" Like <laughs> I really, I really almost shouted that like really loud. I was like fucking eleven years old. Mm. I was just suck more. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. Amazing. That game. Back to Ready Player One, man. Um, the story is pretty simple. Uh, it's about this kid, uh, Wade Watts, who, um, when while naming him, the 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 writer said that like he was he was a big fan of like Spider Man and 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 the way uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby would name their their characters like the same yeah, letters, the, char- the character alliteration and shit. Yeah. Like he yeah. really, he really enjoyed that, so he wanted to name his character that. Um, growing up at what was it, Ohio? I think he said he, he grew yeah. up in Ohio. Like, in Ohio. like in in any other in any other story, it would be like New York or Los Angeles, you know, in yeah. the future, you know. But but yeah, man, in the future they have this thing called the Oasis, where it's it's basically like an online online community, mm-hmm. or like an online. Uh, um, like massive uh, online multiplayer game, you know. It's the Twitch stream. Is <laughs> it's it? Twitch what stream. is Twitch stream? What is Twitch? 
I don't know. I'm an old man. There's a bunch I, what, of people getting together watching other people play video games. Well, you know, that being said, it it is <laughs> it is it is uh uh I guess like an online massive multiplayer online game where you can pretty much do anything. And the opening the opening monologue pretty much states everything you need to know about the Oasis, you know. Yeah. From going to a to a casino that's as big as a planet uh to uh climbing climbing uh, a mountain with batman you know he could pretty much do anything like the, which is it's interesting because that's exactly what they are trying to build that's what the metaverse is supposed to be you're yeah. supposed to be able to experience everything like in the world without actually having to be there yeah like kind of the way they do the the google maps thing where like yeah. you take pictures of everything and you can just like look at it like picture view and shit like that mm-hmm like that's basically what they're trying to build. It's an ambitious like tactic. It's an ambitious thing to try to build. I just don't mm-hmm. like I don't know. And, and I mean if it works, it works. That'd be amazing. It'd be amazing mm-hmm. to take advantage of something like that. But like you do risk that. You do risk people never wanting to come out of it. Why Well, that's you? been going on for years, you know? Like have yeah. you ever heard of Second Life? That that video game? Mm-hmm. Apparently mm-hmm. that's banned in a couple of countries because people were just so addicted to it. They would stay in the game. And they would yeah. starve themselves and they would, you know, they would die on their computers. Same thing with World of Warcraft, you know, or 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 those those gigantic multiplayer games that they never got themselves off the game and they would die right there in front of their computers. They starved themselves to death or they, you know, they, they died from from sores. People got sores from sitting and 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 uh, playing those games too long, you know, but like That's for someone like this. But for someone like this in the Oasis, like you would actually have to strap in and you move like like you do yeah. with the, with your character. So, I mean, there there are there are bad things for everything. But uh, but I would think that someone like this would be would be much better where you actually get up and, you know, you, you move around and stuff, which yeah. they hilariously show in the first the opening sequence where you see a bunch of people, you know, doing their own thing like you see <laughs> you see a, a lady like pole dancing in her in her uh in her uh, trailer uh as he's moving through the through the neighborhood and stuff and um they explain that uh you can level oh, yourself yeah. up and you they explain that you can level yourself up but if you die you lose up all your level ups and 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 in that sh- in that movie in that world People actually try to kill themselves when they lose all their stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it It's weird because, like, that's also a really interesting little, like, like note on those, like, pay-to-play pay video games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because there's so, there's so many of them. Like, yeah, you can do this, that, and the other thing. But if you give us this much money, you can do this and this. And yeah. You can play here and then you get a different skin and, like, mm-hmm. all this other crap. And it's, like... Well, this sucks, dude. Like it's annoying. Like, and, I just and all fucking that, play the video game, and all that is integrated in, into this, into this story. You know, like we have all that, mm-hmm. like all that stuff that they're talking about on the Oasis. We already have right now today. You know, with all yeah. the video games and stuff, we already have all that now. And like, you got to remember that when we were kids, man. Like, there were video games, and then there were video games that had the option to play with two players. And then yeah. they, there were some games that were those rare games, and you had to have the adapter for it. Yeah, there were those rare <laughs> games where you could play the four player, four players. Yeah, and like, man, what a world that was! And like, now there are games where it's like you need a minimum of five people to play. Yeah, like, like it's so weird. 
Like back then, like, when you bought the game, you actually bought the whole game. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, like nowadays, my, my my wife likes playing uh, Dead by Daylight, and uh, like Dead by Daylight literally requires five people per per game. Like you need five. Yeah. Yeah, you need four mm. people to be the survivors and one killer, and like. It, it it updates all the time, like new costumes, new skins, mm. new killers. Like yeah, they all they do did the, the same, same thing. thing. They did the same thing with the Friday the Thirteenth game, which is why yeah. I didn't like it. You know, I didn't like it because it, it's a multiplayer game. It's it's a multiplayer. Yeah. You know, I'll will t- tell you though, like out of both of those games, because I've played both of them, I have both of them. Yeah, um, out of Dead by Daylight and fucking Friday the Thirteenth, mm. like I would have bet money. That Friday the Thirteenth would have been the game that would have thrived. Like I so? thought, I thought Friday the Thirteenth would have thrived, and like, it, it, honestly, I've seen so many other games try to do what Dead, Light, Dead by Daylight has done, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just not as good. Like Dead by Daylight, like fucking, really figured out its own formula, and it's is it's, it it's, it's just hide and seek. Is it anything like that imposter game? Um, what's it called? Uh, you know that uh, Among Us. I don't know. I've never played that game. Oh. Like my my stepdaughter is like mad in love with that, or she was anyway. But like, there's no keeping Dude. up with any of these kids. They like one thing one week and like else like the next. I, I'm watching some of the shows that that uh, that Sassy likes to watch. Like she loves to watch. Uh, uh, a vid- there's a there's a video where where this this uh, this lady she makes like little miniature toys, like miniature stuff. Like yeah. miniature dioramas and she loves watching her make the little miniature dioramas uh-huh. and it, it's it's a it's a kid's channel like it's a kid's show mm-hmm. but like she makes i know that among us is like where you were like there's a character that goes around murdering the other characters and you have to figure right. out who the murderer is right but and like she she puts that in her dioramas but she also puts like stuff from squid game in there you know okay like squid game characters yeah which, to my knowledge, is like the furthest thing from a kid's show or a kid's... <laughs> like, why would a kid know about Squid Game? Yeah. And they're putting little Squid Game characters into the toy dioramas, like little cutesy... Um, like the, 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 the characters that are in the, the face thing. Yeah. Like little 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 characters, uh, pop style, with the big heads in, into the, the, the dioramas. I'm like, why would you reference that on a kid show? <laughs> but anyway. it's, it, it's it's a weird world we live in now because yeah. like it's it it all depends on really on the kid, man. Cause like like I said, like with with my stepkids, like my my youngest stepdaughter is like on a she's over here, she's like horror movies, like she mm. demands horror movies, and like I, I'm, you know, I show her like as much, you know, stuff from the '80s as I can, like, because there's, mm. there's just like some, some movies I'm not gonna show her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not gonna show her Night of the Demons. I'm not gonna show her Reanimator, like Reanimator, like not right now, anyway. Evil you know Dead. <laughs> well, no, see, I, I, I was fine showing her Evil Dead too. Evil like, Dead Two is better than Evil Dead One, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to avoid. And Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is good. I think. Yeah, like I'm trying to avoid any kind any any horror movie that has like any kind of like nudity and stuff like that. So oh, like <laughs> Yeah, so it's a very thin like margin yeah. of what I can show her and stuff like that. 
a weird kid, dude. Hello? You there? Yeah, you broke up big time right there. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. That's okay. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I hate but, Skype. <laughs> but anyway, like, man, I just want I just want them. I know they record. I think they record all these things, and like, I hate your shitty program. It sucks. It always yeah. breaks. <laughs> always, man. Like always, like, always, really always in the middle. Yeah. Like we can't get we can't get through an episode without without. Uh, well, one of these days dude, we're gonna get together. We're gonna record a uh, an episode uh, together. Hopefully, hopefully in the same soon. room. We need, yeah. we need to do that soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so what we're gonna do, guys? Is we're gonna take a real quick break. Uh, we're gonna try to fix this, and uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk more about uh, Ready Player One. We promise, guys. We'll talk about this movie <laughs> at some point. <laughs> but, right? At some yeah. point, right? But uh, uh, we'll be right back here on the Movie Know It All podcast on the Know It All Network. Uh, be back in a minute. James Halliday saw the future, and then he built it. He gave us a place to go, a place called the Oasis. This is the Oasis. It's a place where the limits of reality are your own imagination. You can do anything. Go anywhere. Like the vacation planet. Surf a 50-foot monster wave in Hawaii. You can ski down the pyramids. You can climb Mount Everest with Batman. Check out this place. It's a casino the size of a planet. You can lose your money there. You can get married. You can get divorced. You can, you can go in there. People come to the Oasis for all the things they can do, but they stay because of all the things they can be. Tall, beautiful, scary, a different sex, a different species, live action, cartoon. It's all your call. Yeah, that's me. Well, that's my avatar. At least until I feel like changing. Except for eating, sleeping, and bathroom breaks, whatever people want to do, they do it in the Oasis. So, like, how many characters do I count in that scene of just by itself? <laughs> Bro, there's, like, Ooh. at least, like, 20-something in that scene by itself. Yeah, the scene where he's walking through the hub. But, Can like, I, like I, I saw, like, Robocop. These, the Battletoads were there. Um, I saw Marvin the Martian. Jeez, uh, man. Like, it, it's just... Batman. It's just, yeah, man, it's just chock full, dude. Goro you combat. <laughs> can you imagine going into a system like that where you can actually hang out with Batman and he's like, what do you want to do? And you're like, I want to go scout my night. I want to climb Mount Everest. Like, oh, you're Batman. one of those. Fine. <laughs> like, bro, if like, I, if, if, like, I was, you know, 
hanging out with Batman and the internet like that. We could do like whatever. I'm like, let's get some fucking terrorists, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get, I, I want to be Red Hood. I want to be Red Hood. Can like, you introduce and I, me like, to Catwoman and then, you know, leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I want to be Red Hood. I'm going to shoot a bunch of them. And then like, when we catch the Joker, I'm going to put the gun to his head. And you're going to be like, no, Jason, you're better than this. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> do the before, scream. <laughs> before I come back to reality and watch Monday Night Raw, and it's still bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like it, 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 everything you need to know about the Oasis was it was in that scene, and you're introduced to a character, Wade Watts, right? Like that's the whole movie. Like, yeah, on. basically. Well, like, see you later. They, they, they wrap the story around that idea, and it's a pretty damn good story. Um, yeah, it's a very cool idea. What very do you think cool of idea. Ty Sheridan? Because Ty Sheridan for a little while was like was the new it kid. Like yeah, he came out in this movie. He came out in this movie. He came out in the X-Men movie. Um and he was a new Cyclops, you know. Yeah. Which I'm, wow. It, it, like the only good the choice. Only, I, I thought it was a big time miscast, you know. Really? Because I thought he was a great choice. Well, I mean, you 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 look at who Cyclops is. Who's Cyclops? Cyclops is like uh, the leader of leaders. Like he is a, a, a he's got a little tissue. Alpha. He is an alpha male to like the the tenth degree, right? And Ty Sheridan just he just looks like that kid that you know. Um, he looks like he's surprised by everything, you know. <laughs> I, I get that, I, I, but like also the Cyclops that he was portraying was supposed to be like a young cyclops you know what i mean yeah. like you do want to build to that stoic like we do things by the book wolverine yaggedy 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 <laughs> yeah like happy horse shit and, like, and that's why your girlfriend be pining over a short guy better like, him but... than me kind of <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah i can i can see that though because like ty sheridan does he did always kind of play like one type of character like mm -hmm. have you ever seen scout's guide to the zombie apocalypse uh i have not no so like this I was, feel like I feel like I'm not a real a real person or like a real movie fan if I haven't watched that movie. No, I get that feeling. Even, no. It's a <laughs> zombie movie. Like there 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 is no like those move to me anyway, those movies don't exist anymore. Like uh, like those those types of movies are just not a thing anymore. There is no like you you've never seen this movie like you've never seen jurassic park you've never seen you know what i mean I like get there's you, some yeah i don't think there's any there's those movies exist anymore like you haven't seen scout's guide to the zombie apocalypse i bet a lot of people haven't <laughs> seen that movie and it's I okay think, i think those movies ended with this movie like this movie put a kibosh like everything okay so like all the movies that 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 were made before this movie was made and a reference in this movie those are the movies that you can say like you haven't watched that movie everything after this is yeah. like you know <laughs> yeah exactly hang on one second hold on uh, i'm gonna answer my mom on the i put her on the show again hey, Hi, mom. she's on the show hey mom i'm recording the podcast what's up no i was just checking on you I'm doing all right. I'm recording you right now. <laughs> hi, Mom. Hi. <laughs> Will says hi. <laughs> okay, baby. I'll talk to you later. All right, Mom. I'll give you a call afterwards, okay? I love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Oh, the know-it-alls love Mom. <laughs> I do love Mom. I do love my Mom. Yeah. Mom. 
Yeah, dude. Like, I think Ready Player One is kind of one of those movies. You haven't seen that movie yet? You should. It's it's just because it, mm. this is one of those movies that like you have to see it. You got to watch this movie at least once. Yeah. Especially like, if you're just, a movie. Especially if you're a fan of '80s cinema, uh, '90s yeah. cinema, uh, even late '70s. You know, like all you all you Stranger Things nerds would love the shit out of this. Oh and that's yeah. I haven't seen. Um, I got to the middle of season two and I'm like, nothing is happening. I don't care. And I just stopped watching. It gets better. And like, it gets better. And I know I everybody's everybody, telling you that. I know. Yeah. Everybody's I, like, I, no, no, no. You got to get into three. I'm like, well, then your show wasn't that good, was it? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But like, no, I get It's just me talking shit. But like, I do need to yeah. like, I do need to finish it. It's just like some shows, I'll start watching it and like they fucking grab me right away yeah like and then some shows i have to just stick through like we just caught up with like you know not for nothing we just caught up with the boys and mm-hmm. like the last episode premieres uh tomorrow mm-hmm. like the final the final episode of season three premieres tomorrow and like like that one grabbed like, I, I i went through like 20 something episodes in in three days like it's all I watched. It's really <laughs> easy to blow through, though. Like the, yeah, the like boys was, was like it grabs you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, wild. but see, like like Stranger Things is only four seasons, and I've been trying to watch this thing for like four years. Like I can't <laughs> yeah. get it. I can't get Honestly, into it. And- I think I think season two. The reason why season two dragged a little bit was because they only had enough story for half a season. You yeah, know? I guess so. Cause see, like I started watching The Handmaid's Tale yesterday, and five episodes just. <laughs> blew through it i need to start watching that show bro it's fucked up (laughs) i've heard i've heard uncomfortable unsettling getting realer by the day uncomfortable (laughs) yeah like oof no but um (laughs) yeah man like this is the last you haven't seen that movie to me so far yeah Yeah. like you know somebody tells me i haven't watched justice league like yeah it's fine i understand why somebody wouldn't sit through four hours of it you yeah. know, I haven't seen the new Batman. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen that. Like, same thing for me with like Marvel movies. I haven't watched anything since uh, Endgame. Like, I'm done. Uh, I don't want to. I, I don't want to watch any more of these. Like, you know good. which movie is that for me right now? Which hmm. movie is one of those like that, dude? You haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it yet. That that movie for me, like like nowadays, is a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once. See, I haven't seen that one yet. I, yeah. I need to see it. Yeah, like that. that one that's one, one of those see. movies. That's one of those movies. That's a game changer, dude. Like, yeah. wow, that is a game like, changer. I'm, I'm gonna watch that one probably, probably Saturday because I'm gonna watch that mm. one and I'm gonna watch uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent on that day also. Ooh, yeah. Like, I need to watch I, I know that I want, movie. I know I wanted to watch two new movies, so it's probably. I'm a bad Nicolas Cage fan because I haven't watched that movie yet. <laughs> I know, right? I feel like the worst <laughs> Nicolas Cage fan ever for yeah. not finishing, for not watching that movie. Yeah, but, but yeah, I'll, dude, I'll like, like this this movie is, is really just one of those like visually, it's so much fun to watch, and like this story revolves around this dude who is just. This weird eccentric guy. I guess he's supposed to be like the Zuckerberg of this universe, but like he's an actual human. Yeah. Yeah. And like, because I'm sure Zuckerberg, some sort of lizard robot hybrid. I don't know. But anyway, um, like this guy. About, uh, um, oh, shoot. What's his name? Um, I can't remember. David Cross looking dude. Uh, Halliday. Halliday. Yeah, Halliday. And uh, like. Made by Mark Rylance. There you go, Mark Rylance. Thank you. It's driving me nuts. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, dude, and he creates this game within the game. It's a scavenger hunt within this Who game. Who I thought was where... Steve Zahn when I first watched this movie. <laughs> oh, that would have been such a good choice. Yeah, but Mark Rollins did an Zahn... amazing job. He was great. No, he did. He did a great job. Steve Zahn would have been amazing, too. Yeah. But yeah, dude, and then like, you're supposed to figure out all these clues, and then if you figure out the game, you win the Oasis and like yeah. everything that comes with it, like all the money... Yeah. Like everything, and it's it's the one one of the few things that is yet to be monopolized by this corporation called what was it IOI? IOI, yeah. And like this corporation decides, okay, we're gonna get all these people that work for us, and we're all gonna play this stupid fucking game, mm. so we can find the bits and pieces for the scavenger hunt, so we can own IOI, and now we or IOI can own the Oasis, and now they own everything. Yeah. So it is very much. You know, it it is your kid coming to the ski lodge for the weekend. Like those guys <laughs> are gonna frack the mountain unless we win the big dance off. <laughs> like it's all it is. Well, it is. It's it's a dance off movie. Like at well, the end, I, at I, the I, end, he's got to dance to save the rec center. Yeah, right. but, but I, I've got I've got a, a a different perspective on that because um, hit me with it. Like you're introduced to this character Wade, right? And yeah. this kid is like the typical nerd. Like he spends his entire existence on the Oasis, right? And he's right. obsessed with Holiday. He knows everything there is to know about Holiday. And then they come up with this con- this contest, and everybody is searching for for the uh, for the keys to win it. Everybody wants to win it, right? He wants to win it for for whatever reason, and he meets the girl, and uh, like. Throughout him trying to figure it out, he learns more about Halliday than he thought he knew, right? right? Everything, every every clue, every contest to find a key has something to do with Halliday and his mm. and his thoughts and his feelings his and his life fears, experiences. His experience, yeah. you know? And he's basically this whole movie boils down to it's Halliday's story told through the eyes of this kid mm-hmm. right and i thought it was brilliantly done the book wasn't like that at all no it, it was it was done really well it was very yeah. clever and like again it, it it's it doesn't differ from me anyway it, it is a, it is your common coming of age yeah i've got to save the rec center story and it, and it like, turns out that way like towards the end it, it really does kind of abandon that whole awe inspiring like but like you said the climax is it makes it all yeah. worth it <laughs> and like just like it building to this whole thing where the avatars fight ioi yeah. because they want to take control of of the oasis and just fucking ruin it for everybody like yeah. monopolize everything the way monopolies do yeah so like you have everyone in their avatar fighting these ioi guys and like i think there was supposed to be some online challenge that if you could name 250 something of them uh-huh. like can you name all, all references <laughs> yeah like because apparently there's over like 800 yeah like in the movie there's over 800 and like they challenge you to find 250 something mm-hmm. like i can't remember what the number specifically was but like like i remember seeing like godzilla voltron was there optimus prime was there Me- mecha um, godzilla that mecha godzilla mecha- scene was dope <laughs> yeah like that mecha godzilla scene was 
dope. There was a and part of me that really wanted them to call it Dragon Zord. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I want to see Dragon Zord versus the Mecha Godzilla. Like, <laughs> and, what was it? It was a it was a Gundam versus Mecha Godzilla. Well, see, here's the thing, and and this this was what I found so so crazy about it. Uh, that was originally supposed to be. Um, I forgot what it was originally supposed to be. Spielberg insisted on it being a Gundam, mm. and his reasoning behind it was. He wanted to gauge audience reaction because he wants to produce a Gundam movie. Oh, and wow. based on that reaction, based on based on the reaction that that it got uh, in test screenings and everything, that convinced the studio to okay a Gundam movie. Now they're currently working on a Gundam movie. So interesting. Yeah, I've never so, I never watched Gundam. Like I know people I, were like, "The what?" Neither did I. Like, but I know people like you know they wet their pants over it and shit like that. But like, I've just <laughs> never, been, I've never been an anime cool. guy. The toys are cool. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're model neat. kits. They're models. Yeah. Like, they my old, my old roommate used to have like dozens of them. He would yeah. buy. He'd paint them, and I'm like, that's yeah. cool. Like, yeah. good, good on you and stuff. Yeah. I just like that's all. That's my know. extent of Gundam knowledge. Yeah, same. That's my extent yeah. of Gundam knowledge. I have no idea yeah. what the show is about or movie, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a show or if it's a movie. I really don't. Yeah. But like, yeah, dude, they they had such like really fun moments like that. I think uh, the line everybody like really really adored is oh, it's fucking Chucky. Like <laughs> that was fucking cool. That like was that was great, a, dude. That was that a was cool great. little scene. Just Chucky like losing his mind and stabbing the shit. Out of <laughs> the fact that it's, it's they got fucking, Brad Dorf back too. Yeah, and the fact that they got Brad Dorf to come in and just do that laugh was like. <laughs> fucking incredible and i i, I there and they're, it's so funny because like there's no time in a movie like this you don't have time yeah. for all these characters <clears throat> like everybody's just kind of passing through so it goes it's by just, so it's just a fast. bunch of references yeah it's just a bunch of references and if you're not knowledgeable about what they're referencing then you'll miss it you know and it's it, it's it's such a like you know what it is the whole movie's a fucking a family guy cutaway. <laughs> like the you think that's weird and like you think shift. that's weird. <laughs> and I just shift it to fucking something completely and totally nonsensical and like what the fuck is happening? Like that's yeah. what that whole kind of movie like was. Like like it's weirder than the time that Batman climbed Mount Everest. Insert joke here. <laughs> like insert joke here. Yeah, and and uh there, there are several scenes like there's a, like there's a great scene uh, where they where they have the race where yeah. you see like all the, the different cars. cars you see Mach the Mach five from yeah. Speed Racer you see the DeLorean kit you see Knight that Rider. kit from Knight Rider you see the 1966 Batmobile yeah. Bigfoot you know and then in the middle they're they're having like a dance they're they're at a dance club mm. and you get references from like Saturday Night Fever. Or or uh, uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Who remembers Buckaroo Banzai, man? No shit. You know? I was gonna say, who the fuck remembers Buckaroo yeah. Banzai? Like, you know. And then at the end, God. you just get like everything. Everybody is in there, you know. And it, it, it's it's a fucking it it is a fucking blast. Of, it's a mosaic of shit for your eyes. Uh, like it really is. By far the best part, like the best reference in this movie. Is the scene where they go into the shining. Oh my god, I fucking I, I okay, so 
I watched <laughs> that movie with no expectations. Uh-huh. Like I didn't know anything. I'd seen maybe one trailer, and uh, one of my friends had brought it over. Like he just he just it, it just came out on Blu-ray, and he brought it over, and he's like, "You guys want to see it?" And I'm like, "No, but like fuck it, <laughs> like whatever. I'll I'll watch it." Yeah. And like with no knowledge of what the fuck like goes on in that movie, and like just getting to that scene and hearing just the 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 horns the I fucking I was like hey and like just seeing them walking into the open and like and to do it with such like it's definitely a Spielberg way that he directed those scenes but it was done in a way that I don't think it still anybody else yeah like nobody else could have respected what Kubrick did more than Spielberg. And I think he did it, but he also added his own taste to it. You See, know? I'll give him this. Spielberg is really good into tricking you that he can do what Kubrick did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, fuck tricking you. I think he's telling you, like, I can do what that guy does. Yeah. This is not what I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's a Batman sort of thing. Like, yeah, I can jump off 30 stories and land on my feet and I'll be fine. I don't yeah. like doing it. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to do that every night. Like it's just one of those things where he's doing he's shooting things and it looks Kubrickian. Yeah. The way he moves the camera, it's it's mm-hmm. it's almost identical. Like there's this thing that happens to me, and it's it's one of the reasons that Kubrick is still like one of my all-time favorites. There's this really weird thing that happens to me when I see somebody try to emulate Kubrick mm-hmm. and it, it, it feels like I'm watching it through water. Okay. Like I'm looking at it and I'm like, you're doing this wrong. Like I know what you're doing, mm-hmm. but you're not doing it right. I like, know mm-hmm. I'm doing the slow zoom. I'm, I'm doing the, the slow zoom and everything. Like it's a little mm-hmm. bit fast. It's a little bit I'm using the exact same like frames per second. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it just doesn't look good. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. You're just not doing it right. You're not doing it like Kubrick would have. Yeah. Like, have you watched enough Kubrick movies? You can see it, you can feel it. There's mm-hmm. this weird emotion. That it does to your eyes. Like, there's a yeah. reason only assholes like me have anything nice to say about him. Because I never worked <laughs> with him. Like, yeah. I imagine everybody sitting in front of the camera, like, could you zoom any slower? Like, I can. Shut up. Don't move. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's a different place. It's a different time. And you can't, you can do things differently now. And there's a reason fine. why all the actors that ever worked with him only worked with him once. <laughs> yeah. And it's fine. That's totally fine. But my whole thing is like, I can feel what you're doing and I want you to stop. Like, don't do that. There's only been two directors who can do it without it bothering me. And one was Spielberg. The other one was fucking um, Mike Flanagan, the guy who did. uh, Dr. Sleep. Yes. Like, man, he did such a good job. Did a great job. Yeah. And and he 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 didn't try to make it look like Kubrick. He just wanted you to know. Like this was Kubrick and there are yeah. moments where he like moves it the way Kubrick would have, where he zooms mm-hmm. it the way he would have, but it's still his own thing. Yeah. And like, that's one thing I feel that it was the same thing with Spielberg. There was no dancing in the Overlook hotel over a black abyss with green light no. coming out. Yeah. That doesn't happen. That's no. a Spielberg idea in the Overlook hotel. So it yeah. still looks and feels like Spielberg, but he shoots it. He shoots certain moments like mm-hmm. Kubrick. And like, like, the, like the scene where they're walking into the hotel, uh, yeah. the scene where the twins, where, uh, 
the twins and then the lady coming out of the bathtub. Yes. Like that like all that is is like you feel because to me uh the shining does something to me right here, right? Yes. It 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 grabbed like the 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 fear it this it does something that no other movie has ever done for me. Yeah, it pulls makes the ash hairs of dread. <laughs> it makes me fear the the what happens next, right? Yeah. The fear is being driven out by the waiting, by mm. the anticipation of something that's going to happen. And I don't know how he did it in this action movie. Yeah, but, but he was able to do the exact same thing that the real movie itself does to me. And he he recreates the dread. He, he recreates, recreates the it dread. perfectly done in an action movie, in a scene where it needs to keep its pace. Like this scene should have slowed down the pace of the this, movie. This it scene, doesn't. You know what he does with the scene? Mm. He put he basically puts Scooby Doo in the Overlook Hotel. <laughs> Yeah. It's Scooby doing the Overlook, and it's yeah. like, what a silly fucking good idea! Another Family Guy reference. <laughs> yeah, like it yeah. is. So it's, it's the whole movie's a, a Family Way cutaway, a Family Guy cutaway. But like, that's such a fucking funny idea. Like, yeah. what would be really weird in the Overlook Hotel, but would still make sense? Yeah. Like this, like the the Scooby Doo gang. Like that and, makes and, that makes so much sense. Them being in the Overlook Hotel, and like the actor, put these characters in there. To like really away yeah. from these things, you know. And the character that play and the the uh, the actor that plays H, uh, Lena Waite, like yeah. like that you would never find that character in a movie like that, you mm-hmm. know. But and and it could have gone so wrong because uh, H is the comic relief in this scene. Yeah, right? it is kind. It is. It, 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 there's a fine line between her and like Kevin Hart. And yeah, the, and like the yeah. overlook hotel. Ultimately, <laughs> it probably would be really funny, but like you do remove if if Kevin Hart was in the overlook hotel, it completely removes the dread because yeah. he'd just be like, uh-uh, I ain't gonna deal with any of that crap. Uh-uh, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. uh-uh, mm, I'm gonna leave, you know, like doing his Kevin Hart <laughs> yeah. thing, and that that's that's fine. It's funny, but the dread's <laughs> gone. Yeah. Like the dread is completely yeah. gone. And in this movie, like you still feel like they're stuck in the fucking overlook. Like yep. it feels like the overlook, uh-huh. and that's that that's a testament to Spielberg. Yep. To like fucking like directing. Yeah, it's just making the overlook. Remember, the scene isn't scary. The fucking hotel is scary. Yeah. Yep. And like he does a really good job of it. Yeah. Like the scene is so but, good. But through all that fear and all that that horror inducing, uh, everything that 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 goes through that. You get the emotion at the end where you where they figure out the riddle about having that dance, you know, and it adds another layer to 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 not only to not only uh, 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 the main characters, uh, his character, but also mm-hmm. Artemis's character. And because it stops, it stops the scene from being thrown away. Yeah. Like because, now there's there's a reason they're in the overlook. Like exactly. he hit this key yeah. and the scariest thing he could think of. And yeah. the scariest which thing wasn't was the shining. Which, which wasn't the shining. It was yeah. it was him asking her to dance. Yeah. That's that what was, the scary part was. That was his shining. Yeah, like, exactly. That was scary, that's what was scary for him. Yeah. And like he puts it in the scariest place imaginable in the fucking shining. In, in the, the, in the overlook hotel. <laughs> yeah. It is the ultimate horror movie. Like yeah. and I, I've I've discussed this before. Like, I can understand why it wouldn't be somebody's favorite, but like 
it's the measuring stick. Same reason we're talking about Spielberg. Some things are measuring sticks for a reason. Yeah. And like same thing, The Shining is a measuring stick for horror movies for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it's, you go it's essentially a movie where nothing happens until the end, but you're terrified. And you go and and I mean that entire movie is just one big build up towards yeah. to the end. Like and it and it and that's why it grabs me. Like it grabs yeah. me because like you know something's gonna happen, but like it's like climbing up on a roller coaster, you know? Yeah. Like you the know you're gonna the dip. Whole, the whole the whole movie's <laughs> yeah accelerating up the goddamn it's brilliant. Uh, yeah. But speaking of speaking of accelerating, uh we keep talking about about the uh uh the climax of this movie, but like the like every character known to man is is fighting on this giant field of battle. Yeah. Where you see all these pop culture references. And the remaining key is being one on a single slab of ice playing a video game on the old Atari uh mm. system called Adventure. Yeah. Did you ever play Atari? No, no, I was a Nintendo kid. Yeah, my cousins had uh, the ColecoVision. I think it was ColecoVision, mm-hmm. and it had it had uh, uh, some other some games on there. But I never really played Atari uh, mm-hmm. until I was older. Um, but Adventure, it was the very first game to ever have an Easter egg in it. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah, the uh, the developer because back then in the in the late seventies, early eighties, uh, they didn't have credits on the video games. Yeah. So the developers didn't get any credit for any of the work they did. Right. So so the developer put his name into the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that was brilliant that you had to find the final key by playing adventure, but you don't do it by beating the game. You do it by looking around and, mm-hmm. and finding finding the, the Easter finding egg, the Easter exploring, egg. playing the game, you know? Yeah. And and that was the final the final uh the final key. And then they then they go into to a scene where 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 he uh Parcival he gets the key. And then uh an an avatar of of uh of of the guy comes up and says here it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Like here's everything that you wanted. And he's like is this a test? He's like yeah, it's a test. Like, you know, it, it keeps going or whatever. Yeah. But that's where you find does. out that's where you find out who he really is, who this character really is. Like mm-hmm. he wanted everything, but but at the end of the day, after he won, he was like, "Yeah, um, I, I'm going to shut down the uh, I'm going to shut down the uh, the the oasis every mm-hmm. Thursday." Yeah, you know? one day so everybody week. can go out. You know. Yeah. And that was his character growth. His character growth was from my entire life is the oasis to. Um, your whole life can't be the oasis. Exactly, you know. Yeah. After he's granted everything, the after he's granted power over the oasis, he's like, "Yeah, let's let's take Thursdays off or something like that." Yeah. Can, and, can you imagine having to work like a horrific job and your only day off is Thursday, and all you want to do is play that fucking game, and you can't? <laughs> and you can't. Insensitive, much insensitive, <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> but but I that's that's a great that's a great message, you know. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And everything you know, it, it, it's it's you can you can be obsessed by something your entire life, but you can't make it your entire life. You know, right? Exactly. And uh, yeah, man, the, the the with with everything done, I I think I think that this movie um, it's not gonna stand the test of time because it is no, very much. 
It is very much a time capsule. It is very much it, it, uh, um, it's a. It's one letter. of those. It is one of those movies that will show our kids to show them what uh-huh. we used to like when we were kids. Yeah. Like and just yeah. point at just point at things like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Like, oh, that was my favorite cartoon when I was five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's I, I honestly think that kids of this generation, like that's all they're gonna know. Their 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 language is gonna be memes and um, yeah, you know, I mean, no gifts. You know, that like before, you know, once we're dead, <laughs> like no, really think about this like for a moment. Once we're dead, like mm-hmm. no one will ever remember Saturday morning cartoons. No, no. Like you ever think about once this gener once our generation is gone, mm-hmm. like no one will remember what what like the, the, how important Saturday mornings were for small. What people. it was like to get up at six o'clock in the morning, um, and go and and sit in front of the TV and watch, watch cartoons till eleven o'clock, and you, you knew like, you knew your week your weekend was over at eleven at eleven a.m. because that's when they started show stopped showing cartoons and started showing golf. <laughs> yeah. See, and like I can remember fucking like staying up really late on a Friday. Like I stayed up till midnight. So the next night I woke up at fucking like 8.45 or 9 and like half my day was ruined already. I yeah. missed half my fucking cartoons because <laughs> yeah. I slept in and I can yeah. watch an hour and a half of just shit and now I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it fucking, it, 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 it's weird because like that's gone. Like mm-hmm. Saturday morning cartoons isn't a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, no like you can't, you can't, you can't watch Saturday morning cartoons on Saturday morning. I mean, you can watch them anytime you want, but there's yeah. some, but there's something there's something about waking up, going to the TV and sitting and watching it along with all the commercials and everything yeah. like with the cereals nowadays, all the fucking toys and cereal they were selling us, all the McDonald's yeah. Happy Meals. Yeah. Good all that. god, man. Like the, that it, it was it was a moment in time that like now as an adult, if you really think about it, it really just was just a, a a series of hours where they just funneled new consumers. Mm-hmm. Like it's all yep. they were doing was funneling new consumers. It was like capitalism at, at its best, <laughs> at its finest. And it, okay, so you know all the like cool things that people say capitalism like has done for society. Mm-hmm. And I can sit there and pick apart a lot of it. Yeah. But one of the like that that was a blue ribbon, guys. Saturday morning cartoons. Yep, that was a blue ribbon. It like, turned us into this. Out. It turned us into this. Yeah. You know? I was like, there's, <laughs> Collectors. There's, there's fucking reasons that I'm fucking, I'm almost 40 years old and I'm still like covered in there Batman toys, bro. Yeah. It worked. Like, congratulations. It worked. Guys. Yeah. Very much so. Very like, much Saturday so. Like Saturday morning. That's the, that's the weird thing. Like the formula was there. It works. Uh-huh. Like fuck yeah. worked. It works. And they just mm-hmm. like, nah, we don't need yeah. to do it anymore kind of amazing well times has changed like, technology has changed like the world isn't like that anymore you know yeah like, there, and there's it, so much stuff in this movie that was just a staple of saturday mornings yep like and on this, multiple channels and this very much was a love letter to that and this movie was made for us guys like yeah, it was made absolutely. for for people who grew up in the 80s and 90s and 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 that's all it was made for you could pick apart yeah. this movie from beginning to end like absolutely like, like there are some scenes where you see people uh like on a station everything doing their thing and then later on in the movie when they're having the big fight you see people running down the street you know like why aren't yeah. they stable you know in in the, in the same area but you can pick apart there's a lot of things wrong with this movie but i think 
it does way more right than it than it does wrong. And uh, yeah, it's one of those movies that I will like. I will. I will. Uh, I will watch it, but I will also put it on and like have it in the background. You know, as I'm doing. Yeah, stuff. and like, and and you're right. There, there was a lot of like, you know, you take the good with the bad when it came to this movie. Like, you know, here, like, time for another good idea, bad idea. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was having Simon, good idea, having Simon Pegg in your movie, bad idea, oh, yeah. giving him an American accent. Like, don't <laughs> don't do that. He's fine British. Yeah, Just stop he's fine that. British. Yeah. I mean, Speaking well, boys, it's funny right? because like, it's funny because Mark Rylance is also British and he he spoke with an American accent. <laughs> yeah. See what I mean? Like, yeah. Why are you doing that? Like, they're they're fine, yeah. Steve. They they they're fine with their British accents. Funny thing about the boys, um, they had originally wanted to bring it to the screen like 15 years ago, like 10 years yeah. ago, and Simon yeah. Pegg was originally supposed to play Huey. He signed on to I play Huey, and he aged out of the part, so they kept him attached, and they just had him play Huey's dad. <laughs> he would have been an amazing Huey. Yeah, yeah, he would have been amazing for that. But they role. got, but they got uh, um, Jack uh, Quaid, Jack Quaid, uh, Meg Ryan, Dennis. and uh, Dennis Quaid's son, and he's good. He's, he's very fantastic. Good. He's, he's very fantastic good. in yeah. the show. It's so, the same. It's the same thing with like, bro. Like, <laughs> I was sitting here watching the show, and I'm like, just give me my goddamn Homelander butcher fight. Like, <laughs> and you man. get it, and it's like, oh, it's man! Everything. If I had, if I had to wait two and a half years yeah. for that, I'd be pissed. <laughs> Holy so, shit, uh, would I be pissed? So yeah, I I just want to I just want to give props to like yeah the the cast uh, Simon Pegg in a dual role. Uh, mm. Ben Mendelsohn, who always plays an amazing bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say everybody's favorite bad guy. Yeah, uh, awesome. Um, it, it's it's just it's Put him it's in just a suit. He's evil. He, he, yeah, like it's it's just a great, great, um, <clears throat> great love letter to everything eighties and nineties and pop culture and everything. And that's all it is guys. Um, if you go in here saying like, well, this takes place in 2040 something. And these people are still obsessed with the eighties. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's made for. You know, it's not meant to be realistic. You know, some people are still really obsessed with 1776. That's, that was way longer ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Way longer ago. (laughs) Yeah. They're, they're currently trying to, to form their own country. Uh, in our state, but you know, whatever it is, what it is. Wouldn't be the uh, first time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, we, that, we came this close. We came this close to not getting political at all, dude. I know. Like, yeah. Oh, we were so good. Hey, we're getting better, guys. We're getting better. <laughs> we're getting better. We're getting better. I swear. I swear. We're getting better. This one was but, at least ninety nine percent Spielberg. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we did pretty good, guys. Well, uh, that that was uh, Ready Player One, guys. Uh, look look it up. If you guys haven't seen it, and if you're a big fan of, of 80s and 90s movies, especially Spielberg movies. Um, especially if you've been I, watching Stranger Things and you're obsessed with it. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Watch it. Watch Ready Player One. Watch Ready Player One. Enjoy the fact. Just look at it this way. This is a CG movie with live action elements scattered in. So yeah. don't, don't complain about the special effects. Just go in there. Have fun. It's it's a cartoon with people in it, very much like Roger Rabbit. Very much. Yep, exactly. So uh, what we're going to do, guys, we're going to continue 
our uh, Spielberg month, our love of Spielberg, our um, Spielberg fellatio, if you will, (laughs) (laughs) with what everybody says is probably his worst movie. I I wholeheartedly disagree. Vehemently disagree. And I'm going. We're going to talk about his adaptation of the Peter Pan story, Hook. That's right. We're going to do that one next week. And don't you dare try to stop me, Smith. Try to stop me. Me try to stop 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 me, me, Smith. (laughs) Oh my God, dude! Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, (laughs) Bob uh, Hoskins. What a cast, dude! Like this movie had everything going for it. Did we say Julia Roberts? (laughs) As one of the worst Tinkerbells ever, I'll say. (laughs) The worst Tinkerbell What a miscast. Like, what a miscast. I'm sorry. What a miscast, man. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to defend another bad movie, guys. That's what Uh, we do. That's what I do. That's what we do best. No, we haven't lost our marbles. And yes, we are thinking happy thoughts. Is Hook a bad movie or is it a bad story? No, it's a great. I think it's a good story. Think so? I I think it's got its flaws, but I still. Because I think it's a great movie. uh, I really do. Every time I watch it, it still hits me in the heart the right way. Maybe it's the I can't separate the nostalgia. Like it's totally possible. Like, I I don't know. Every time I. Every time I watch Hook, I have fun. Every time. Yeah, me too. Me like too. it puts it puts me, me in a good mood. Like I can't yeah. watch Hook if I'm in a bad mood. Like I'm just yeah. gonna ruin the experience of Hook. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it's a fun yeah. movie. I don't. It is. It really I, I, is. I don't understand. Like because this was something I didn't realize. I didn't learn until my 30s that there's just this group of just miserable people that hate Hook. Yeah. Like I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't I don't I don't want to get it. Like and much like any movie there's plenty you can nitpick but like ba- is it a bad movie? Like no. I I don't I don't think it's a bad movie at all. Well, we will discuss this uh next week and uh yeah, we're going to defend a bad movie guys and uh we're we're going to try to convince you that it is good and it is worth your time and it is a great Spielberg movie. That's a so, fantastic Spielberg movie. A great Spielberg movie. I, I I love it. I still I still watch it's it. It's a Spielberg as it gets. I don't understand. <sighs> Very much so. And and right? I think that's I think that's what the problem that a lot of people have with it is that it goes too far in the Spielberg. <laughs> I guess he went, right. He went full Spielberg on this one. I guess. Like I say. think that if you were to take if this movie was like hidden away somewhere. And you took like a film critic from now and showed it to him. And like, this was supposed to come out in 1990, whatever. Like, who do you think directed this? Like, is this Spielberg? Be the first thing you would ask. Is this Spielberg? I think he would say, I think he would say, wow, this guy really ripped off Steven Spielberg. Right? Yeah. Like, it this feels guy, Spielberg. He, it feels like Spielberg or Zemeckis. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's Spielberg. Yeah. Like, it has its, yeah. it has its Zemeckis moments, but it's Spielberg. Yeah. It feels like Spielberg. So uh, with that being said, guys, we'll we'll uh, see you all next week. Bob, where can people find our fine podcast? You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. You love us. You want us. You can't get enough of us, man. We're amazing. <laughs> guys, and also check out our our, uh, our Patreon, man. Uh, you can get access to all our old episodes, access to uh, exclusive Patreon-only content, uh, including uh, – 
you know, stuff like movie commentaries, if you guys are into that, and, uh, you know, exclusive reviews and stuff, uh, go check us out for as little as $3 a month, guys. $3? I show you my butthole for $3. That's $3, guys. 15 cents a day, yo. So, so uh, with that being said, guys, you we'll too see can, you. You too can feed a starving movie critic. Oh, God, <laughs> we are starving. We are so, so starving. This food is so expensive, guys. I it's know. So Not only is it expensive, but it's also giving us food poisoning. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> By the way, fuck the McDonald's on Harvey and 10th. Like, good God. Oh, <laughs> that Jesus is Christ that... almighty. <laughs> I remember how great that McDonald's used to be, man. That Ooh. remember remember when it had like the like the play park and it had like the McDonald's land thing going on and everything? Bro, so I I used to live behind in that neighborhood behind it on Camellia Avenue uh-huh. I used to live in that neighborhood I would walk to that McDonald's like I just walk uh-huh. over there like and this was like 12 years ago so like I had just started you know smoking them funny cigarettes yeah. and McDonald's was 24 hours and shit like that so I just like walk just stumble in there oh, at two remember in the when McDonald's was 24 hours jeez yeah dude, I just stumble in there at like 2 in the morning like yeah let me get a <laughs> yeah. You guys have burgers? Yeah. I really use a burger. Can I get a pizza? Like we don't serve pizza here. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we get a can I get a Mick pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that was a thing? Yes. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> the fucking grossest thing imaginable, bro. <laughs> anyway. That's bread well, and ketchup. They tricked you into buying bread and ketchup. Yeah. So, <laughs> with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Will. I'm Bob. That, my friends, was the Movie Know-It-All podcast here on the Know-It-All Network. Guys, we will see you all next week. Later.